Welcome to 60 Card Bricks, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ty. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about some new card announcements in the OCG, as well as some world championship history. Enjoy the show. You can buy a single of that card for like 50 cents on Amazon. Don't worry. I believe in the heart of the cards. Ty, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, Glad to be back at your place. <laughs> yeah. To do this at least one more time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's a thing. You're going to be um, no longer in the country pretty soon here. So this will be... Uh, this might be the last time that we're recording in person. Yeah, in the professional grade equipment. <laughs> so if there is a slight drop in quality, you'll know why. Um, but we'll, we'll, of course, be doing our best to maintain as close to this quality as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always judge me if I can't get it up to standard. Um, but yeah, so we've got, at least we've got some fun things to talk about today. Yu-Gi-Oh! World is still moving. Yeah. Uh, the market is certainly is moving. <laughs> it's insane. It really is insane. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, I I know it's been said ad nauseum at this point, and it was a while ago at this point, but stimulus check day was like nothing we've ever seen before. <laughs> Which is weird, right? Because I, I, um, I talked to Alex a little bit about this, and he said that, even with the stimulus check, like the market should be way down at this point yeah. uh, in, in this period, but it, it's not. And um, I was very surprised going through the prices of the cards for um, to make the spreadsheet for my collection. Like, Barlow Savage is an $85 card? Yeah. <laughs> Apollo says $111 for a one-off extra deck, both of them? It's crazy. It's it's insane. It's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, the market is uh, kind of going nuts right now, so th- it'll be interesting to see how it develops. I saw some somebody um, on online saying that they hope it bottoms out at some point. Like at some point, it's got to crash mm. with how little events we have. And I think that would be completely fascinating <laughs> if, if, like, it actually does crash. Um, um, the thing is that even though we don't have events, we have hype from online events. Yeah, that's true. Those are, like, the main factor right now. Yeah, which we're not really talking about today, but I, I'm glad you brought it up. I mean, we can. Yeah. I didn't. I forgot to, but we oh, can yeah. certainly add it in. Yeah. Um, sure. Like, I mean, the online events have been... It's an interesting little experiment, I think it's been. It's popping. Yeah. And the, um, the, um, the way they are orchestrating everything is really good. Yeah. Um, obviously, there have been a few uh, kinks in the road. They've had to kind of adjust as they've gone, gone along. Like, mm-hmm. some things haven't run as smoothly as they would like. But overall, I would say on balance, the experiment has been a success, for sure, for, like, online events. Mm-hmm. Um, on this large of a scale, because there have been like online tournaments here and there before, but nothing to this level. Now, obviously, the attendance, quote unquote, for these events are not nearly the level of, you know, a YCS. A YCS. It's more like a regional, but still. But I mean, a smaller regional. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's I don't know. It's but the concentration. You can you can basically yes. say this as a um, what do you call it? A, a UDS. UDS. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. The um, concentration of talents are. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's very fascinating because I think you're right. Like, all the good players are playing in these events mm-hmm. because there's money on the line, number one. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I think that they're attracted to these kind of events, these smaller events. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, but at the same time, the attendance isn't really there. But even, like, I, like, the, ent- the, um... The the variety of decks going into the tournament is skewed as well. So that's something to consider as well. Because you think about like the 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 spread of decks mm-hmm. going into it into the event. At a YCS, you're gonna have more budget options for the most part right. entering into the event. Mm-hmm. Like you would see a lot more decks like Solomon Great going into an event, right? Mm-hmm. Because the that's a cheaper option. Right now, you see a lot of people entering with like 
adamantia or um eldritch eldritch or whatever mm -hmm. even though those decks are very expensive and would be even more expensive <laughs> if we had actual events happening right now mm -hmm. uh but because you have access to whatever cards you want people are entering with those decks even more so that does skew the results mm -hmm. to an extent but i do think that it is a decent representation of what actually would be happening in real life as well yeah because um because there's no price barrier and most of the players in are good they would obviously know which what deck would be the best yeah exactly so yeah i mean you can say like it would uh these results are like how the decks would fare in a vacuum but i would say it's pretty close to it Mm -hmm, with how sure. with how optimal the lists and everything the combos uh the, that the players are running yeah and I, the one thing i really do appreciate about these events and uh, one of the benefits of them is the visibility of it like you can go on twitch and like there's tons of people just streaming these events like you have you know people like farfa just like hopping from random room to random room just watching yeah and you can watch it yourself exactly any room you want Yeah, and you can just uh, click on it and like literally sit and watch uh, the matches. It's it's kind of crazy. It's I, I the visibility is something that I you know, I think is really good for the game. Uh, I'm really curious to see how Konami views Konami these really events. Sh should take notes not of like how the third party is being used, but like how the community is actually. Um, responding to these events yes. and how good players are flocking to these. Yes. Which means they totally should just develop their own software. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, just make it happen. Yeah. Um, I definitely think there's things that Konami could be learning from these events for sure and be taking away from them. Now, the real question, like, I think something that hasn't really been talked about, but I think is very fascinating is the idea of ban list season whenever that uh whenever our next no sooner than date is konami cannot there's no way they they cannot they take, acknowledge it they cannot take these results there's no way but it, like the thing is like do they just continue to release product and not check anything and then when we have events it's just absolute chaos or do you acknowledge the fact that these are events that are they are stuck between a yes. rock and a hard place yes. right here because it is and this is something that I don't I haven't seen this discussed anywhere and I think it's so fascinating as a company though they have to let one or two official events I think they have to let one or two official events but it's a very weird conundrum that they're in for sure Um, because it will be chaos if yeah, you continue but, to release product without checking the meta. I mean, you can, we, we'll go over this later, but you, even though you can say that Adamantia is like borderline tier zero right now, I mean, for one or two events, it's not really the worst thing for the company. Yeah. I, look, I know, I know, but you have to think about when we're going to be having events mm -hmm. and how many products are going to be coming out in between all of that time yes, that are going true. unchecked and just without any, you know, ban and adjustments. Also, <laughs> what if this brings up a whole new um, new developing way for Konami? Like, mm -hmm. what if the cards that are coming out would help other decks? And what if everything is broken, then nothing is. Mm -hmm. Could be a actual philosophy for Konami to follow in the future. Maybe. Now, we have to acknowledge that I do think that there is an out for them. If they do make a ban list based on these results, they could theoretically just go, it's our R&D. This is what, you know, we're... <laughs> they could theoretically just say, yeah, this, this is what we've... Dis this is what we think... Uh, is best for the health of the game mm -hmm. but everyone would know the truth yeah. <laughs> that it's based on online results of a third-party platform that they want to pretend doesn't exist even though they kind of i think secretly deep down like that it exists mm -hmm. so i don't know it's fascinating um yeah wasn't expecting to have that conversation but i do think it's one of the more interesting conversations surrounding the game right now yes um but anyway All right. One of the products that will be released... That was the longest intro ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the products that will be released and that kind of has been released yeah, in Europe? Yeah, I think it was it, to, uh, today. Oh, it, Yesterday? 
in it's in, friday now right yeah so, it's been released here oh i don't know about that but it should be like on schedule i i haven't kept up with anything i i think it's out in europe for sure but okay. i don't think it's out in the u.s yet. yeah um which begs the question of when is it legal but then there's no events so it doesn't really matter <laughs> yeah um, it doesn't matter it's at all. just weird um, but we have a full set list and we have rarities, um, and I do have an I told you so in here for everybody. Okay. Um, um, so let's go through Eternity Code for the uh, Starlight Rare first, the uh, most catching of everything. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Chamber of Dragon Mate, uh, Ghost Mourner and Moonlit Chill, which is the new hand trap, uh, the new effect mailer, I guess. Mm -hmm. Trap Trick, Trap Tricks Alarmerous. I don't remember this. Trap Tricks Alarmerous? That's the Xyz. The oh, the new Xyz that you can use? It like special, or I think it adds a plant or insect from your grave or something like that. Okay. Or special something. It's, hmm. it's, I think it's fine for the deck. You play like one in Trap Trick. Okay. Uh, water Chamber area, the Water Chamber Gentle. And finally, uh, this is probably the most important thing, Effect Veiler. Only <laughs> one Effect Veiler that is reprinted in a core set. Yeah. And it's also being bumped to a Starlight Rare for the mm -hmm. fifth slot. Yeah. Uh, definitely the talk of the town yeah. for the whole last week. Uh, people are um, extrapolating from this a little bit. How, if this is going to be the norm. I would think so. Every single iconic old card would be bumping up to Starlight Rares after this. Mm -hmm. uh, starting with Effect Villers, it's... Kind of, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's my issue. Um, in concept, I love this. I think this is really cool. It's a little strange that it's in core sets, mm -hmm. but I like the concept of just randomly reprinting, uh, you know, iconic cards in, in sets like this as, like, the highest rarity. Like, I think that's a cool idea. Mm -hmm. But the effect veiler part is the strange part. It's just such a weird one to start with. Like, I get it. It is an iconic card. It's a very old card. But it's already got an ulti. Like, I, I don't know. It's just such a weird choice to start with. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the choice, but I like the idea in concept. Hmm. Um, it's the slot of the Effect Veiler 1 out of 20 TCG impulse slot. Um, well, what slot are they taking out? Because they 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 cannot. Of course, know. all the OCG slot have to be in there. Uh huh. So this has to be one of the twenty slot for TCG. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Which potentially could be, you know, could be something, but yeah. I'm not sure. Mm hmm. Um. So yeah. Pretty expected starlight rares overall. You know, we all know yeah. the water is going, the, the charmer is going to be in there, the new hand traps is going to be in there. Mm -hmm. We didn't do a prediction, but I mean, like, Dragon Maid, you know, <laughs> definitely one of the um, the main contender and trap tricks with the new support. Yeah. Onto the secret rare, probably the. Um, I will say for the starlight uh, rares, nothing like super like, other than effect veiler. There's nothing like super chase like yes. maybe the hand trap maybe the hand trap is interesting because this was the first hand traps that will be in this yeah at uh, the first um sister that will be this high of a rarity yeah of course it's still a secret but you know having the solid rare version is um it's definitely something yeah and with it being such a odd card just in design in general mm -hmm. like I, I don't know it's hmm uh, there you know there's no what I'm saying is there's no IP or, you know, Appaloosa or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, there's no chase extra deck card necessarily. Right. And because you don't have the rare rarity anymore, right? two of the starlight is actually two secrets. Mm -hmm. And then one ultra, one super, I believe. Yeah. So uh, going to the secret rare, probably the most, uh, un, what is it, unsurprising? Yeah, it's pretty predictable. Everything on, good on is in here, which is my problem with the set overall, is that nothing under Ultra are even, like, playable. Uh, there's one card <laughs> that is, that is, yeah, very but, good. Uh, anyway, we have Gersu, the, Mag the Orcus Magnite, of course, 100%. Chamber Dragon Mate, mm -hmm. uh, the new Gizmec card. Mm -hmm. uh, Ghost Mourner and Moonlit Chill. Uh, new hand trap, uh, Archosaur, which is Anima, Anima Dorn Archosaur, which is Agrosaurus, the uh, new uh, 
jewel um, jewel beast the, the di new, dinosaur the new jewel for the dinosaur deck let's say that uh, access code talker mm -hmm. which is very good link for for sky striker deep sea area the new deep sea cart uh grave diggers trap hole or call by the grave in a trap yeah uh titano cider mm -hmm. no i'm asking what this is oh that's the um tcg exclusive no it's the lost wind retrain basically remember lost that wind oh yeah 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 it, like it has some things that are better than Lost Wind and some things that are yeah, yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah. Than, I, I, remember? I remember we having this conversation. Yeah, it yep. doesn't banish itself, but it I don't remember mm -hmm. what it does exactly. Like, then, it's basically Lost Wind. And then the last one is a new Plunder Patrol support, uh, which... Do you want to talk about the new TCG um, exclusive? We can, I guess. I don't remember are they, anything. Are they really good? I don't know. I haven't read them. Oh, you haven't I, read them as I well? mean, I might have skimmed the Plunder Patrol, but I'm just so uninterested in that archetype. So Okay. I, I don't really... I, I mean, we can read them. All I right. Just, I don't know. Uh, Ultra Rare. Uh, Arch Nemesis. What is this archetype again? There's the ones that recycle banished cards to summon them. Oh, oh, right, right. Okay, so they are called Arch Nemesis. Okay. Arch Nemesis Portals, Arch Nemesis as Shadows. I'm not, I don't know. I don't remember which ones Le are which. Level 3, level 4, something like that. I, I remember one of them is the one that we didn't know how it worked quite, or quite how it worked. And like, you could like theoretically lock your opponent out of summoning a certain type of monster, but you have to already have it on the field. Remember that? Ah, right, right, right. Those right. were the, the boss. Big one, yeah, the those were the yes. boss monsters. Yes. Um, okay. And then the little ones are the ones that recycle things by summoning. So are themselves. these two the boss one? I would. I want to say yes because okay. I think Nemesis is like the yeah Nemesis. So Nemesis are the little ones, I would guess, and then Arch Nemesis are the big ones. Sure. I think. Right. Right. That would make sense. Uh, Lobster, the Shadow of the Generator bosses. This is the level four, very essential for the deck. Very mm -hmm. good. Uh, Union Driver. New Union support, I would think. Yeah, I that card's know. insane. Is this the this, um, the help? This is the prime source of my annoyance with Buster Dragon being uh, limited. Was this the level five one? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's I the one that you. Uh, it makes Union Hanger a one card uh, link two or one card exceeds, and then you can obviously keep going from there and make huh. Buster on top of whatever you're making. Okay. Uh, Dragon Maid, new Dragon Maid support, Shale, uh, Deep Sea Prima Donna. Rev Ravenous Croco Dragon Archithus? I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, uh, the Trap Trick Alarmers. Uh, we have talked about Link Cross. This one I know. Uh, Link Cross not being a secret is interesting. I'm happy about that. Is it really needed to be a secret? I mean, the card is only good in like. Um, I mean, the only application that I know of is in. Um, I'm forgetting the name. There's of the a deck. lot of degenerate combos with that card. Like, really? Yeah. Huh. Um, I mean, the only one I know is with um, that one, like the spellcaster that is nobody plays. Yes, Altergeist. <laughs> nobody plays. <laughs> Anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, do, do we also have the Altergeist, the, the, the one that you can link from your hand in there? I uh, think so, right? Pukiri? I don't think so. I think that was... Already... No, I think... Is, is that like a, a card that we don't know and we're getting? I'm not sure. Hold on. Oh, okay. I'll look. You can keep reading. Um, Madoche Salon, uh, Heavy Forward, Fusion Development, Emblem of the Plunder Patrol, Machina Metal Cruncher. Uh, sorry for being very, very underprepared, but, you know, <laughs> I, I don't really, I don't usually read cards anymore, which is kind of And we did read these, like, a long time ago. <laughs> True. Um... Anything? What? What is the under super rare that you said? Uh, under ultra rare that you said is really good. There's a card that is shockingly a common. Okay. And that is uh, the card that I have been hyping up since I first read oh, it. Oh wait, is oh yeah, I I thought I was missing something. Parallel Exceedus. Parallel is common? Exceedus a common. Oh my goodness. That card is nuts, and I don't wow. like. I mean, I'm fine with it. Like that wow. is fine with me. <laughs> I will take it. I mean, this card is getting in OTS super. Real quick. Real quick. I mean, look, okay, like, ob this card is a good extender in general. I think mm -hmm. a lot of decks can use this, but I think the decks that will abuse this card are that any deck that has a link one. Any deck that has a link one is going to abuse this card. Mm -hmm. um, think about decks like Trap Tricks, being able to do Trap Tricks thing and then throw a random extra Xyz on there for no reason. 
Um, think about decks like um, Crusadia, which I love, obviously. You know, um, Crusadia is it's so nice, especially with some of the other things in this in this uh, set. Like um, you can play one of the new trap hole card, and mm -hmm. now you. I mean, it's it's like having a, a lesser version of uh, Azathoth protecting your combo in Crusadia. Like, yeah, because you just go two level fours into um, trap tricks, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's it's and it's ridiculous. Like I just I am so shocked this card is a common, and I'm so happy that it is because the card is nuts, and um, a card that. You had talked about a while ago, but I can't remember what deck you were thinking about playing it in. Mm -hmm. um, formula or Formued Skipper. You remember oh, that card? Format Skipper? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, that card, you, you know its second effect, obviously, other than copying a... To search one, right? You can search one. It searches, it I think, a level... Yeah, yeah, it searches Parallel Exceed, which ma makes that like a nice engine. And then there's yeah. a... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And then there's a TCG exclusive in this as well that is also really good with Parallel Exceed. It is, I can't remember what it's called, Scriptron. Scriptron? Yes. Scriptron. That's what it was. I, I knew I'd recognize the name as soon as I saw it. You can banish one Cyber's monster from your graveyard except Scriptron. Okay. So, um, so Scriptron and Scriptron, it's another like kind of one card engine with a lot of these um, uh, Link One decks. It's and uh, again, I'm thinking because my brain thinks Crusadia. It's nice in Crusadia because you can Formula Skipper go into Magius, search that, search Scriptron, Scriptron. You banish the Formula um, Skipper in your grave mm -hmm. to summon this, and then that, and then Magius searches. So it's one card starts Crusadia combo. Hmm. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> so I think that there is a lot of potential with some of these Cybers cards it being splashed into a lot of other decks because, you know, there's just there's some really cool interactions with um, these cards. And, um, yeah, so I'm excited for that to be splashed into a lot of things. I really want that stuff to come out here so I can, you can get my hands on some of these lower rarity stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I'm obviously excited about um, with this set is Union Driver because I, I do want to try to play ABC with freaking one buster. Um, because, yeah, that's just a uh, Union Driver is such a good card. And then um, with the new card that also came out in the Machina Structure deck um, that is basically, uh, and it's more access to it. Union Driver, and then more ABC pieces as well. Mm -hmm. It's the quick play spell that equips something from your deck. Um, so I think uh, there's a lot of really cool support for ABC coming out, and obviously we have Union Carrier as well. That's nice. So I, I do want to try that deck. And then also, um, obviously, I... I am a fan of the dinosaur strategy, <laughs> so I'm really excited for uh, Arches. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, I'm I'm excited for that card as well. And uh, unfortunately, it's kind of expensive. Um, now, the card that I would be excited for if it wasn't a hundred dollars a copy right now is Gearsu. Um, <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not even gonna try with that card. Um, and it's so sad because. I would use that card in so many decks. Uh, but this goes to my point with this set. And the thing that I was saying as soon as they started talking about the new rarity uh, lineup with us having more secret rares, this is nothing but bad for us mm. unless they change the number of secrets you pull per box. And they did not. We are still getting two secrets per box, but now there are more secrets to pull from. Pull from. They have effectively short printed every secret in this set. That sucks. Yeah. I. I mean. Yeah, like it. It sounds exciting when they first announce it, but if you think about it, it's nothing but terrible for us. It just makes everything more expensive, and yeah. If they actually, sh I know they'll, they say they're not short printing any, anything in these sets, but if they actually short print something in the set, it's going to be even worse than before. Yeah. So good luck. Um, sucks. And I've just looked through the uh, 
the uh, 20 um, import slash CC exclusive. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't, and not nothing really excites me that much. Yeah. Especially the Plunder Virtual, because I don't even remember what's the gimmick of the deck. <laughs> so I think we're not going to go over it. Yeah. Um, Pukiri is in Premium Pack 2020. Which uh, I don't know. Do we get those? I don't know. I'm not sure either. <laughs> but if it does come here, it will be a very big boost to the outer guys, mm-hmm. for sure. Especially yeah. with Link Cross. All right. Um, I think Premium Pack 20. I think <laughs> Premium Packs are like sets that we don't get. Like, I think oh, that's. We don't? I, I think so, but I'm not sure. Hmm. I want to say that those are like sets that they use to like import TCG stuff, <laughs> like a lot of the time. Um, but I'm not sure. I can't remember. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's def- I don't think it's a set we normally get. So who knows when we're getting uh, Pukiri. It seems like a missed opportunity to not to put in this set, but whatever. Right. Uh, and then also we have a an announcement for Rise of the Duelist. Sure. The, uh, the new set that was just released in the LCG. Um, Noble Knights are actually doing pretty well in the LCG uh, with some... Like articles that I've been seeing mm-hmm. with the new in, Infernoble um, support, Infernoble Knights. Yeah. Um, have we talked about the the quick play spell yet? Did we did we talk about the quick play spell yet uh, on the last podcast? Which one? The the you can choose whatever you can choose one of three effects. Yes. Oh no no did we? I don't remember. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, I think I can't remember if we did. I think that came out right after we talked. We um, we recorded. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about it anyway. If we, we're talking about it again, who cares? You know, you remember the name? Um. Oh, frick! I don't remember the name, but uh, it's basically three band cards rolled into one. Yeah. Um, if your opponent has activated a monster effect this turn. Mm-hmm. It's oh not, yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's in here. It's in. It, it's in here. Okay. It's one. It's in one of the links. Okay. Right, cool. That's why. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll we'll be talking about it. But yeah, um, we'll get there. We'll get there. I I think the only thing that um is worth noting about this announcement is that there's a uh, a bullet point that is saying twenty previously unavailable cards from overseas promotions, packings, and more. Mm-hmm. So we straight up have one fifth of the core set to be. OCG stuff. Theoretically. <laughs> because the way they're saying and more is like, hmm. Is this just, I mean, so does this mean we're not getting TCG exclusives? That seems unlikely. That's, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would they be announcing the this thingy any different? Yeah. Because when I first saw this and I saw the reaction to it, it seemed like people were overreacting a little bit. Um and making something out of nothing, out of you know a very I mean, honestly, small line. Honestly, would you be disappointed if there's no more TCG exclusive? What's the last time a TCG exclusive <laughs> archetype that did well? Yeah, that's fair. What burning abyss? Um, that's it, and right? Dangers. I mean, yeah, dangerous. They're not I, an archetype. I, I don't though. really could. Yeah, <laughs> dangerous, I guess. But yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. time for the new cards. Uh, from Rise of the Duelist, yes, I believe. Yes, from Rise of the Duelist. Yes. Um, Kwakimeru support. I just throw everything in. I don't even know. Uh, this card's good. These are. Oh, okay. Uh, Kwakimeru supplier, level 4 earth rock effect monster, 1400 attack, 1600 defense. Um, each effect can be used only once per turn, hard once per turn for each. Uh, first effect, if a face-up rock monster you control is sent to the graveyard, you can special summon this card from your hand. Okay. Uh, if this card is special summon, you can add either one iron core of Kogimeru or one card that specifically lists iron core of Kogimeru in his text, except Kogimeru supplier from your deck to your hand. Yeah, I mean, the first effect alone is a pretty good extender for... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I guess we don't call it BA Rock Deck anymore. <laughs> it's Adamantia now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not BA Rock, Block Dragon yeah, anyway. Bl- block BA isn't really. A, I mean, Adamantia is just a better version of that deck. And um, Adamantia has a lot of rocks, right? Yeah. So I this mean, card should the be the whole deck. Or the whole deck is Rock Deck. Right. So this card should be <laughs> this pretty card is very good, good extender for yes. the deck because you can search it 
two of this card with uh, well, one of this card and another level four with the block dragon. Yeah, um, and then you know, theoretically, even if you excavate this card, you just special it, and then you get to search as well. Um, so mm. it, it's yeah, it's fine. By the way, it's a very quick, good card. Quick, can you refresh? No, not refresh, but can you teach me why that deck is really good? Why Adamantia is yes. really good? It's like modernized light sword. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it fills up the graveyard with a lot of graveyard effects? No, instead of milling, it excavates. Okay. And, you know, you hit rocks and, you know, some of them let you special any rock. Some of them, if you uh, excavate a uh, specifically Animantia, it specials itself. Um, it's just... And it ends with, like, a lot of neg- a lot of disruption. Yes, it ends with a lot of disruption. Um, so Very basi- consistent as well? Yeah, basically... Um, yeah, I mean it is because most because the uh, some of the tuners special summon themselves basically mm-hmm. most of the time. I th- I think most of them do. Um, and then that gives you needle fiber. Y- yeah, you can go needle fiber or you can go um, basically. I I think a lot of the ways you can do it is if you get two level fours on the field, then you can um, uh, go gallant granite, gallant granite, to search, search uh, block, block dragon, um, and then block and uh, Gallant Granite into IP and then block searches a bunch of stuff and then you can keep extending and uh, yeah. And you can just leave IP on your extra monster zone because you can just go everything under. Yeah. And you can do everything under. It's it's nice. Hmm. Um, And I'm not like necessarily the most experienced in the deck. I know like the deck can make a lot of negates. Like they end on, most of the time they end on Herald of the arc light, I've yes. heard that. Mm-hmm. They they end on Herald, Borlode Savage. Um, depending on what you want to do, you can end on um, even more synchros. And that can end even on, can end on a floodgate somehow, right? I I mean I would I think so yeah. Um, and you can end on Appaloosa if you so please. Uh, it I mean it's just it's a nice deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, there one of their synchros is a spell and trap negate. Um, but that's that. also ridiculous going second, by the way, the, the synchro, mm-hmm. if you can, uh, you can clear their entire board with that card. It's so, <laughs> it's so ridiculous because it like bounces things non-targeting. I think, um, I could be wrong on that, but it definitely bounces stuff. Um, it's yeah. Deck is, deck is good. Hmm. It's, it, it we was, thought it would be all right, but we yeah. didn't expect this level. It's one hundred percent a deck that I would play if uh, you know uh, the freaking one tuner wasn't eighty dollars a copy or whatever mm. it is. Um, so. Yeah, but definitely we didn't expect this level of domination oh, no. from them. I mean, I I didn't expect this set to be as impactful as as it has been. I True. mean, look, two of the archetypes are tier one. I mean, we all we all we all like me and you both all knew that Eldlick had. Edlich had a lot of, um, a lot of event um, potential to them. Yeah, for sure. Um, but but I, we didn't see it necessarily even be being played the way it is. Like it's being played as basically a stun deck. Um, I mean, yeah, the uh, OCG lists have been having them with a lot, a bunch of hand traps. Yeah, I mean like that's that. true. With Dragoon, yeah. Um, it's just it's fascinating how mm-hmm. it's uh, kind of turned out with, uh, you know, these two archetypes coming out of this set that we were just like, whoa, where did this come from? Yep. Um, it's craziness. All right. Moving on, we have uh, another, I don't even know what to call what this is, but uh, sure. <laughs> Red Potan, level 1-5 fairy effect monster, 100 attack, 200 defense. Uh, both effects are hard ones return. First effect, you can target one Potan monster you control. It is treated as a tuner until the end of your next turn. Uh, of the next turn, my bad. And if either player synchro summons a monster with while this monster is on the field, you can special summon one potent monster from your hand or deck. Do we even have another one of these? I, I don't know. I, I was so confused when I first read this card. I was just like, I okay. Probably sure. the start to um, other things. I guess to, to, to an archetype. I guess. Um, this trap is flip support. Oh, hey, call uh, Jesse. <laughs> uh, Jesse is like you sold all of his collection, so. <laughs> Um, all right, so Junk Sleep, Continuous Trap. You can use each effect among the first and second effects of this card's name um, only once per turn. First effect, if your opponent normal or special summons a monster, you can change all face-down defense position monsters you control to face-up attack position. 
During the during the end phase, you can change all monsters you control to face down defense position. That's pretty nice, actually. I mean, what you have uh, free um, both Book of Moon and Book of Taiyu in one card. It's not yeah. bad. That's not bad for flip support, but flip but archetypes flip are. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. not bad in terms of uh, flip decks, but you know, flip decks are flip decks, so they're always going to be handicapped. Yes, uh, Dracoon Lamp. Uh, level 4 of Fire Worm effect monster. Fiber attack, 2,000 defense. Um, once per turn. Quick effect, you can discard one worm monster. This card gains 1,000 defense until the end of this turn. And once per battle, if this attack position card battles another attack position monster during damage calculation, you can apply both battling monsters' defense for damage calculation. So potentially a 3k beater in a f at, at 4 stars. That's not bad at all. Well, only once per battle. But, you know, so. it it's not bad. Um, any worm deck benefits from discarding? Um, I don't think so, right? Because I, the, I don't uh, really think so. I mean, I might be forgetting something. What's the BA-like archetype? They like to be destroyed, right? Oh, um, Yang Zing? Yeah, they no, like... not Yang Zing. Which one? The new BA. The, the, the new BA-like. I don't know. Level 3 Fiend. No, no. Yeah, they're Fiend. My bad. Why would I say that? <laughs> <laughs> they're Fiend. Never mind. Um, but yeah, uh, all I have to say, anytime I see a Worm card, I'm like, just give me a Worm that does something in Grave, you cowards. Um, let me foolish uh, with the 10-year spell uh, card. Oh, with the 10-year spell card. Right. Give me, give me a relevant Graveyard Worm card, you cowards. Um, but anyway. All right. Dice card. Oh, yeah. This card is funny. Uh, you can activate one card of this card's name for turn. Uh, it's please, Dice Try again, yes, by the way. Quick play me. spell. Quick play spell. Um, you can activate one card of this card's name per turn. Roll a six-sided die, and if the result is one or six, add one card that has a dice rolling effect from your deck to your hand. Otherwise, roll a six-sided die again and apply the appropriate effect. One or six, return this card on the field to the hand. Two, three, four, or five, return this card on the field to the top of the deck. Hmm. This card is funny. So search <laughs> one third of the time you get to search. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean, if a straight up said search a dice rolling effect card, I would be like, sure, go ahead. I feel like that could be, uh, I don't know, like, like, isn't there like some dice rolling effects that are like dangerous that they weren't dice rolling effects? Like, I don't know. Well, yeah. they mostly are balanced by their own percentage. Yeah. But. They're, they're definitely the um, the uh, result manipula manipulation cards. Yeah. But usually you need to have them in combo for them to even do anything. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny. That's all I have to say. All right. This gizmic thingy has been going on for quite a while, huh? Yeah. It's just like a thing, I guess. Just keep continuing. Uh, yeah. Gizmic uh, Kuramitsuha, the Draconic Deluge Divinity. Level 10 water machine effect monster. Do we have every level now? No, not mm. not like every level, but we have five. We have most of the high levels. Yeah, yeah, we have most of the high levels, right? Five. I think we have a six. Do we have a six? I don't know. We I don't definitely have an eight, nine, yes. now ten. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So six and seven is like, we don't really know. I'm not sure. We're not yeah. sure about. Um, 29.50 attack, 29.50 defense. Um, the first and third effects are hard ones per turn. First effect, if two or more monsters special summon from the extra deck are on the field, you can special summon this card from your hand. You can pay 15,000 life point, destroy all monsters on the field, special summon from the extra deck. Also, you can attack with only one monster for the rest of this turn. And then third effect, if this card in your possession is sent to the graveyard by an opponent's card, you can banish one monster from your opponent's graveyard, then gain life point equal to its attack. Um, level 10, extending-wise... I guess it's not bad for trains. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. honestly all I can think about. <laughs> Extending-wise. Um, board clear-wise, it's not bad. It's literally... If... I mean... I would say 90% of boards these days contain two or more monsters from the Asia Lake. <laughs> so, you know, it's a little... You can say that it's a Rageki, somewhat. Yeah. And then the third effect is whatever. <laughs> it's like an, an, an extra benefit that yeah. in 90% of your game, it won't come into effect. 
Yeah, it, exactly. It could come into a fucking time, but you know, that's that. Yeah. Uh, definitely um, not as uh, good as Orochi or the Kaku. forgotten level nine. Yeah, yeah Kaku. Um, the the levels there's a level seven in Eternity Code, by the way. Ah. So there must be a six somewhere. Mm. Um. Anyway. All right. Moving on to uh, yep, three card. tactical talents. Uh, it's a normal spell card, and it is silly. Uh, you can only activate one card of this card's name per turn. At least they give it that. Uh, if your opponent has activated a monster effect previously during your main phase this turn, activate one of these effects, draw two cards, take control of one monster your opponent controls until the end phase, look at your opponent's hand, and if you do, shuffle one card from it into the deck. Um, so, we'll probably, the way to discuss this card is going first and going second. Yes. Um, going first, would you play this? Like, if you're a combo deck, if you are a control deck, yes, you would play this, mm-hmm. no matter what I think, because the advantage you're gaining is just too broken. Mm-hmm. If they are, if your hand traps anything of you. But if you're, if you're a combo deck, like, what if, um, I guess the question is here is, uh, would you trade the potential breakiness going first and put, uh, and, uh, the potential for your opponent to hand trap your crucial line of play just for you to draw two cards or make this card a zero, Mm -hmm. um, in card advantage with the third effect? Would you, would you do that? I mean, probably not, because if they hand trap me correctly, yes, then I mean, my play is dead no matter what. Yeah, like you can, you if if they hand trap you very correctly, then I mean, I don't care how many cards you have in your hand. If you can extend more, yeah, then you cannot do anything else with your board. Um, and then the third effect, I guess, is fine because you have you can get um, advantage mm-hmm. knowing what your opponent plays. Yeah. Um. But I think this card shines the most going second. Yeah. Because of uh, change of hearts. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I cannot get over the change of heart effects. It's, it's way too much. Yeah. I mean, going second, the, this card is very good. The change um, of heart is too insane for me. Uh, what was the scenario that I talked about? Uh, when we... Bait out... In... Okay. Dragoon. Yeah. Bait out bait Dragoon. Out, bait out Dragoon. Take Dragoon. <laughs> Take the Dragoon. <laughs> and then clear and, their field. Because it doesn't negate effects. It doesn't... It, it, it has no restrictions. It doesn't target. Like, it's... The the change of heart effect is insane. Um, it really is. Uh, going first, there is a discussion to be had. But going second, I mean, this card is just... It's really good. Because they're all... Okay. The thing is... They're always going to, if you're going second, you're always going to be interacted with by your opponent. Mm-hmm. Like, unless they're playing something terrible, which in case you would win anyway. Yes. But they're always going to interact with you. Um, so if they interact with you, then you get to play this card and basically have either more advantage to kill them. More advantage to break, yep. To break or the mm-hmm. take a crucial monster that stops them from interacting with you anymore mm-hmm. i mean it's just like that's insane <laughs> it's yeah I, going second this card is a staple three of i i mean it's, for sure it's way too good um now going first again there's a discussion to be had i'm if you're talking about control decks especially control decks that like just have like an engine with one or two cards i can see that for sure mm-hmm. Um, like I could see when we get Dragoon and people are playing like Dragoon Turbo type of decks. Oh yeah, for sure. You, you play this card mm-hmm. because you're playing one card engines to get to Dragoon and then a bunch of hand traps most likely. Right. So, you know, if they stop your Dragoon play, just activate this card and then you just get more cards to stop them and then go into Dragoon next turn. Yes. Um, so for sure there's application for this card, uh, in decks like that. In combo decks... I'm really curious to see where the theory with this card goes because uh, I would argue if we had if we still have uh, danger based combo deck, this card is insane for mm. sure. If we still have because the the danger based combo decks is 
you can hit their one crucial line of play, mm -hmm. but then they can still extend to get some kind For of a sure. board. Yeah. Especially if you're drawing two cards and if they're too dangerous, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Card is just pretty broken. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. Um, I also don't like how Konami is releasing these cards. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. Like, what was the logic there? Like, let's put three banned cards. Like, they're advertising it as such as well. Like, they know what they're doing. I don't know. It's strange. And then the the triggering condition is not hard. No, not at all. It's I mean, I'm wondering you go not at all for sure. It's literally just an activate during your main phases. So that's yeah. it. All right. Um, moving on. Uh, wait. Activated meaning. If you negate activation, then it's fine. But you negate the effect. Yeah. Then you can still use it. Mm -hmm. So if like the hand trap you, you call them and then you activate this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final card. Uh, WAF support. So this is uh, going out to our friend Chris. Uh, this card is going... This is... We'll talk about it, but yeah, this, okay. it's weird. <laughs> like it's it's a read. It's basically a different version of a card that saw play like years ago. Okay, interesting. Uh, Vespinate the Spinbreaker, rank five Earth Machine Exceed Effect Monster, thirty five hundred, twenty one hundred. Um, materials two level five monsters. Now once per turn, you can also exceed summon this card by using one rank four Exceed Monster you control as material. Okay, rank up. Uh, very generic and cannot be used as exceed material the turn it is exceed summoned. Second effect is hard once per turn. First effect, if you card attack a defense machine monster, inflict basic damage. Okay. And if this exceed monster, exceed summoned monster in this owner controls is destroyed by an opponent's card, you can target one level five or lower monster in your graveyard special summon it. If this card was in a different era, this card would have been nice. Like, it would have been, like, a staple extra deck card. Yeah, because this is, like, a, um... I believe what you're thinking of is Gaia. Gaia. Yes. Yeah. I, this is Gaia, but more accessible. Because it's a... It it's goes a level on top four of, to yeah, five. Exactly. So you can... Um, your, um... Like, this card came out, like, ten years too late. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a once per turn, though. So it's not as... It's not as good as Gaia. Because I've... You know, we have seen videos mm -hmm. where... Uh, like three level six was turned into three Gaia's for, for game. Yeah, but but still, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like it's this card is like just just way, way too late. But I think it's cool that it's like yeah. And then like you said, especially in a slower era, the the monster reborn is really good. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I I just it's unfortunate this card is released in this day and age. Like maybe it like in a heavy rank four deck sees like some minor play, but I don't, I don't think, think so. you even waste a slot on this. Yeah, I know. It's just it's so unfortunate because again, it would be nice and like again ten years ago. <laughs> sure, very um, sure. Anyway. All right, uh, we can go over the this thing that I found on Road of the King sure. that is pretty interesting, and then we can go over the um, the uh, LCS uh, meta discussion, right. I guess. So uh, we have a bunch of world championships to look um, not forward, but like to look at at history wise. Uh, starting with two thousand and three, uh, where not we don't have a strategy it's literally just 40 good cards and the strategy name is called hand destruction in general because all you the the power cards that you have are confiscation delinquent duel and that's it <laughs> right yeah yeah basically wait fossil century is one of them For, as well. yeah fossil century so these three and then of course you have the trio of uh uh, dual greed and charity, mm -hmm. but this is not really goat because it's not goat yet. No, not yet at mm -hmm. all. So yeah, basically it's just uh, who, how how were games back then? Whoever just draw these power cards win, right? Yeah, I mean you also have cards like Fiber Jar and uh, Yadagaratsu, and it's just insane. The thing is that you don't even have goat in here to get you back into the game. Yeah. So. I, I didn't, I mean, definitely you can call me out if you are knowledgeable in this, but who isn't whoever had, whoever has a better starting hand would win most of the time if they play correctly. Unless Fiber Jar resolves. 
It just resets the game, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, true. Uh, Avatar there... is such an obnoxious card. Oh, there are no knock. No. There are no knock. Okay. Well, yeah, there's one. There's Yeah, there's, there's there a is? knock in here. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's, there, there's, there's knocks. Knock. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, there's still counters to it, I guess. All right. President 4, it's mostly gold chaos. Yeah, it's just go. <laughs> it's just go format, basically. So nothing much to say there. If you are uh, familiar with this, um, the big three, you know, goat with um, metamorphosis being really big. Mm -hmm. um, 2005, some interesting decks here. <laughs> but most still... Most of the time, just goat, still. Like a transformative uh, version of a goat, because some of the cards at this stage have been banned slash limited. Mm -hmm. um, this is pre-Cyber Dragon still, right? Yeah, so we'll, we'll see like the Nefty's version and then uh, the normal version as well. Mm -hmm. There's a deck destruction, which is probably the most interesting out of all these with... Um, a lot of jars, <laughs> cyber jar, morphing jar, yeah. book of Taiyu, book of moon, and basically the, this is, uh, this is basically AJ dot deck. AJ would really like to yeah. play this deck yeah. for sure. For sure. All right. And 2006, anything new? Do we have a format yet? No. Still chaos. I mean, dark world is a deck. Hmm. Still, it's Dark World Chaos, but it's still, you know, there's Dark World cards. Mm -hmm. So, hey, an archetype, you know. <laughs> an archetype, at least, yeah. But uh, most likely, it's at this point, it's cards. still good cards. Yeah, it's just, like, pile of good cards, basically. Mm -hmm. So we can see how, like, earlier um, products of Yu-Gi-Oh! didn't really have, like, archetypal yeah. uh, impact as they are today. Yeah. Uh, the, the people were just literally just scouring for, like, good cards from... The products and just put mm -hmm. them in yeah. a deck. We get a pseudo archetype the next year. Oh, we get a big archetype the next yeah. year. The the first the first dominating archetype, I would say, mm -hmm. Mornak. Yeah. Um, basically power creeping everything at the time with their one tribute and really good effects at that point. Mm -hmm. Especially uh, Ryza. Um, so, one funny story back when I played. Jokingly, with my friend in middle school, um, we played by the anime rules. So mm -hmm. we had 4,000 life points. Mm -hmm. He went first, said something, pass. I said something, pass. And then he rise up, put that thing on top of my deck, attack with 94. Next turn, I set the, that thing back again. And then he rise up me again. So that was it. <laughs> GG. <laughs> and yeah, I remember Treeborn Frog was an absolute menace in this. Yeah. In this era, because you just have so many free advantage. So easy. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, that, that is it for this. Uh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, the LCS. Luxury Championship Series. Uh, we'll be talking about the second edition of this because it is in Master Rule 5. The first one was in the, yeah. the last format of the Master Rule 4, the, and, uh, yeah. the Chaos format. Yeah, and it's uh, post-Secret Slayers as well. Secret Slayer? Is that what the set's called? What's it called? Eternity code? No. Oh no. The side oh yeah, set. yeah, yeah. The, the side <laughs> set. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. Right. <laughs> okay. I was like, am I crazy? <laughs> no, I'm crazy. Okay. All right. Uh, Two hundred and forty players, so it's a mid-size um, regional. Yeah. It, it's a mid-size regional. It's pretty decent, but um, the breakdown: twenty-five percent of the deck uh, of play of the players played at Emancipator. And then we have uh, 39 rogues uh, for uh, 16%. Yeah, just in the other category. Yeah, 28 uh, Eldritch Invoke for 12, and 27 Eldritch Pure for 11. So together, they are 55, almost as much as uh, yeah. Adam Emancipated. So it, again, it's basically those two decks, and mm -hmm. they're both straight out of Secret Lair. It's just like, I, I just didn't see it coming. That's yes. all I'm saying. It's crazy. The Golden Boy is pretty strong. Yeah. The Golden Boy is pretty strong. Uh, Salaman Great, 20 players, 9%. 20 Shadow Invoke, 9%. 10 Rockets, 4%. 9 Orcus, uh, without Gursu. So, very interesting. Yeah, that, that is people surprising. People chose to play Orcus without Gursu. 
3%, 8 Outer Guys, 3%, 8 Dinosaur, 3%, 6 Subterraguru, 2%, and then 5 Pendulum for 2%. And then the top 32, which, did they even do top 32? Didn't they, isn't this just the top 16? Uh, they must have done top 32. I right. guess. Um, yeah, uh, 18 Adamancipators, which is 60%, I believe. Uh, no, not 60%, but like some something 55, 56, something like yeah. that. Uh, five Outlitch Invoker, Invoked. Uh, oh, there's, oh, they even do this. Okay, one DDD, one Outlitch Invoke, uh, invoke Lightsworn, one Outlitch Lightsworn, <laughs> and then one Outlitch Pure. So everything Outlitch is one, two, three. Three eight decks mm-hmm. for 25%. Um, one Invoke Shadow, one Rocket, one Salaman Grid, one Subterra, and one Zodiac. Uh, do you remember who won? Who won? I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like we said before, um, Adam Espator and Outlitch are totally carry on the um, carry over the uh, um. Why am I blanking out? The uh, the top cut meta. Yeah, I don't know what do you. I don't know what word you're looking for here. Uh, I was trying to say how there were so many Adam Emancipator, and oh, then the yeah. conversion is also pretty good. Right, right, right. Sixteen to eighteen. That's pretty good overall. Yeah, I mean that, that's nice for sure. Um, man, I I don't know. Like it's it's fascinating. I. Like I said, I think there's a, a little bit of it, it is skewed, but at the same time, it's. I think this is a pretty fair representation of probably what it would be um, with these decks um, being so just, I mean, seemingly dominant. Mm-hmm. I, I think the fascinating thing to look at is like some of the, these rogue decks, you know, it's hard to take, you know, it too, too seriously, but at the same time, I think they're interesting. I'm surprised there's not more rocket, um, like just not more dragon link in general. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have LP legal, by the way, <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, LP is still a card that is completely ridiculous. Um, and is in this game, uh, I'm a little surprised by Subterror, but I guess there's a lot of good control cards in the format. Salad is seemingly always going to be, like, floating around on the peripheries. Zoo is nice, I guess. <laughs> uh, remember when DDD was, like, super hyped when uh, Master Rule 5 was first announced? Right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um... I th- the the funny thing about like this whole thing is uh invoke Shadal just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Uh, which um, is also interesting because Winda is still there. Yeah. And Winda's still Winda's like seems like it would be good against a deck like Adamancipators, right? Can Adamancipator clear Winda? I don't know. I don't think mm-hmm. so i mean without <laughs> i mean outlet should not have a problem yeah outlet should be fine which Outlet's i guess should have maybe, a good, a good uh, maybe that's the problem mm-hmm. it's like nobody wants to play it because nobody wants to lose to outlet mm-hmm. that that could be it um but I, I just think it's funny because you know when that ban list happened uh you know and there were no invoke should all hits it was like well i guess invoke should all is going to be around for a lot longer it's like well i mean it's there i guess (laughs) but it's not as good anymore Uh, for some reason it's fascinating one zodiac though yeah one zoo one zoo um i think they posted the deck list too so you should go if you're not part of the luxury gaming facebook group you really should Mm -hmm. um it's just a good group in general uh especially if you're into like playing for money Mm -hmm. um but yeah, they they post all like the stuff from their tournaments and stuff like that, and um, all all the deck lists as well. They treat it like a, you have to submit a deck list. It's all all this different stuff. Like I again, we I appreciate the way the effort that they're putting into running these things. I think they're um, they're trying to make this as uh, real life as possible, but also improving on it because they're using old time rules, they're using turns. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, a benefit.